good evening, our adoring fans. Uh, I have the pleasure of being your DM again tonight. My name is Evan, and I would like to welcome you back to the Forever DMs. Uh, everybody else, if you would go ahead and introduce yourselves, please. I can't. I, I'm being sworn by our adoring fans. They're, they're, they're knocking down my door. They're crawling in through the windows. I need help. Yeah, they're they're right here in the same room with us. It's not okay. It's really not okay. Um, I I definitely like have a shotgun to the to the bedside table here, but that's not gonna help in the long Elon, run. You cannot shoot them. All right, that's a Patreon yeah, goal. Please, that's a not. Patreon goal. Oh, it's a Patreon goal. Shot. Yeah, to get shot by us. Absolutely. I feel like we should cover our ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like you should have that done normally. Covering their ass. I'm Cameron. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Uh. Thankfully, I'm not being swarmed by adoring fans, but if you guys decide to do that, I'm not going to stop you. It would be nice. It would be pretty nice. It's a big ego boost. And uh, this is Eli coming in, uh, you know, casually. Um, just playing Lieutenant Hoon, feeling good, feeling good. Eli's, Eli's just coming in. He's got a button up, and it's just unbuttoned. It's just straight up all the way down unbuttoned. Crazy. Oh, his ass fully uncovered. So casual. Oh, yeah. Oh, so casual. casual. Yep. That's uh yeah you guys shouldn't have said anything you know it it yeah people we are have to set out. the main the mental picture for oh my god Simply oh my bust. god yeah and uh coming in as prophecy foretold Tom oh, <laughs> that's gotta be the most tame Tom I've heard in a long time yeah in a while yeah. probably yeah hey there's some tame Toms out there intros you know there's some tame yeah. Tom intros this is true yeah I didn't yeah, say which prophecy but you know yeah ooh we'll figure it out. So, uh, normally we would leap right into our recap, but today I want to go ahead and get started as we find our adventures, uh, having just begun their... I don't know if it would be considered the second or the first loop, because it's their first time looping around, but it's their second time going through it. I don't know! Uh, we find our heroes, question mark, uh, in the attic-slash-storage space of this abandoned building once more. Uh, standing and preparing themselves for their next run of the day in front of the corkboard uh, with a variety of empty papers, uh, lines of red string, and little pushpins to pin their various clues up. So I want to ask you, instead of doing a full recap like we usually do, uh, what clues did you all uncover last time we ran through? Ooh, this is spicy. A clue cap? Yeah, I, I, man. I want I want uh, Quincy to lead the, the first juncture here. I feel like this is a... Uh... All right. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, that feels that feels right. Uh, Quincy takes out his own uh, red yarn, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> takes of down course. the red yarn that's on the board. The yarn that he takes out is just a slight shade brighter, just very ever so. Like it, you wouldn't be able to notice it unless like you really paid attention. Uh, and to him, he goes, "Yeah, I can't work like that. Yeah, it's just too too dark. So this is gonna be much better." Um, here we go, and just starts to push the pins and move everything around. Uh, Quincy first moves um, information regarding uh, the merchants uh, that we had encountered uh, and says, all right, so we know that the merchants aren't able to leave because of the spirits that rise up, right? Right, they come well, in overnight and they leave around noon, apparently. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, something, something, yeah. That's out west, I have it, and they're headed west. Uh, did we get where they're headed, like the actual location, or just that they're headed west? Um, More so to believe they're just headed west, my information anyway. That's all I got too, I'm pretty sure. I, um, I can confirm this, yeah. 
Yeah, and then they had uh, what they sell in tactiles, right? Some sort of like uh, well, I it think it's general purpose. I think yeah, yeah, like cloth and the like. All right, yeah. they weren't really smuggling anything from what I could tell. I tried giving a once over. Doesn't seem like the type of thing that they'd be smuggling. Um, and then after we did that, right, we went over to the church, quote unquote. Mm. Right. Oh yeah. yeah no, yeah. they were um they were definitely a little bit less educated than what I thought they would be. And also, it was a school. It wasn't Coons. a church. They were children. You realize, what? right? What? No, no. The, I was, I was doing a lot of like wild mathematics when I was like two years old. It's fine. I like, you know, this is my standard. Mm. But, right. Okay. Right. Moving on. Um. So right. yeah. Tr yeah. Trigonometry aside. Yeah. Um. I think. Uh, it was interesting. The little emo kid was the guy that caught yeah, my the eye. Yeah, little, the little edge lord. Yeah, the little edge orphan. Um, that I, kid. I didn't see him next to me when I threw off a fireball. He, he was. He, he, he was got... helping Avra with the the food. Honestly, that's oh. right. And Avra was almost like ready to take a bullet. You know, for lack of a better term, uh, for the kid, like kind of just nudged in front of him when that fire went off. Um. And... It also bears repeating that Avra, I mean, she's got something going on up her sleeves. Something sauce is there, for sure. Uh, my, uh, uh, that, that little powerful kobold lady, who may or may not be a witch. Now, Hoon and I, in our first adventure, we ran into a list of names. And one of those names, I'm just... I'm hoping that Avra's not this type of person. There was a name called Secretary Red Herring, and <laughs> it had no actual purpose for the entire mystery in front of us. Um, you know, this is true. I, I really hope that, you know, the school teacher as well isn't, you know, as much of a bitch going forward. Because I just ow. really oh, just, wow. I didn't, oh, I didn't my God, her at all. Okay. Just, and I really just think that she could have a better time teaching better kids. Okay. That's all I'm wow, saying. Wow. Pre-tune. Right. I'm in hot with that, the B word, just slamming that, the bitch. Right Miss on the table, Miss Grace well, Allen. You know, when you look e like for a female dog, it's she, totally fine. She educates orphans. Who she? You right, know, bitch. These children she's, have just as much an like, opportunity as us. It's fine. I would beg to differ. Actually, I would say they probably have more of an opportunity because their worlds are still existing. Yeah, that's that's pretty fair. Well, this is this is fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah no. Provided we do our job. Yeah, so that's um, also fair. All right. Well, uh, church aside. Then there's nothing happening at the river after that, so I think the river is kind of just like out at I mean, least during the like evening for afternoon the, for the later afternoon evening hours. So yeah, you know, the water was really nice. You, you seemed wet. to be freezing. Not happy about it. You yet. weren't very happy. Oh, you didn't catch my sarcasm. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I sarcasm you... must be different in your world. I, it must mean something different. Mm. Uh, and then after Come that nighttime, yeah, things got we, real bad. We didn't make it to Avras. Uh, which was a thing. No, we didn't. Um, no, I remember an explosion happening from the town. Now, um, I, got a, I got a question. What happens hmm. if we admit to people, hey, you're stuck in a time loop. This is going to happen at exactly this time. Watch that. You know what I mean? Like, pick right. out little things. Small things, right. And then use and that as proof to get them rallied to our side. So, like, right. make them woke? Yeah, woke them. We're going to woke them. You could have just said wake him. You could have just said wake him. We're just gonna wake him. You didn't need. To, you didn't need to say the past tense of woke in the present tense. That made me so upset. 
<laughs> All right, so we don't have too much to go off of right now. So far, yeah. Two. I mean, let, let's also just quick lay the land. We have to the north, there's a big forest that mm-hmm. catches fire after there's a loud scream and some lightning in uh, hmm. the evening times. Uh, to the west and south are the barrows, uh, which are full of the dead that magically keep the town protected which uh and then to the east we have uh was it uh the big old beach right uh, it's yeah, far that, off the it's place i've only off. heard about the what the place the i've only heard about right. yeah you yeah, know i've never been to a beach so it's like hmm. hmm oh are we gonna have a beach episode oh it, it i don't i don't know what episode yeah maybe for our ninth loop <laughs> okay <laughs> after we've started getting brain damage. once yeah once your brains have <laughs> melted yeah. <laughs> we'll I'll be break. There's gonna be a chaperone. I'm just gonna, <laughs> just gonna watch my two kids. Mr. Right. So are you going to be our chaperone for the beach trip? Oh man, you hear no response. Uh, <laughs> I will ask then, having recounted your clues that you collected in your previous loop, uh, where is it you all want to go with your morning? Mm. All um, right, we haven't been. To the barrows, which is where Avra outlives, lives out in. That's not how people speak typically. Um, but the barrows are out where Avra exists, at least until noontime. Um, right. And there's also the spirits involved. That might be mm. something. Uh, we know Avra makes an appearance at the church around noon to feed the orphans. Um, and we know at least the trade caravans are still there until noontime as well. Oh, right. I just realized something. I, I reach into my coat pocket and I take Ratson out and I go, uh, Ratson, did you uh, did you see anything? Did you hear anything uh, when we parted ways? Like, is there anything that I missed? Uh, and I will see if Ratson can recount to me stuff that happened in the church uh, once things went to hell. Does Ratson have the capacity to communicate? Yes, I can telepathically communicate because he's a familiar. Wonderful. Ooh. Okay. Uh, did I give Ratson a leech? No. I'll say, does Ratson have one? Does he have his own leech? Technically, does, does Ratson have the capacity to retain memories over loops? He's technically a spell, is my I'll thing. say, yeah, we'll let right? it go. Why not? Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Um, you are able to delve into Ratson's memories in this moment. Uh, and as almost as though using the spell Arcane Eye, uh, you kind of look back at this moment in the past, and you see... Um, you see the the people in the church huddled in one corner. You can see Grace kind of with an arm out holding the kid, like holding the um sorry, I had an alarm. Uh holding like uh holding the kids in one corner, like barricaded behind a bunch of tables. Uh with a there are three raiders in the church, uh, who are threatening, like basically like moving forward to attack them. Uh and she keeps like just trying to push the kids back and stand in front of them. Uh does Ratson have the ability to understand language? Like, would you be able to like he understands every saying? language that I understand? Okay, great. So you are basically able to hear her pleading, and the raiders are like, "Where's anything? Where's anything of value?" Uh, and uh, she keeps going like, "We don't have anything." So one of the raiders grabs one of the children by the hair, and you immediately see a flash of blue lightning uh, as this happens, and you see uh, the as you have described uh, the emo kid with the longer black hair, the sunken eyes, step forward, lightning crackling out of, like, lightning bolts crackling along the side of his face, out of his eyes, and he cups his hands forward, and you see a blast of force knock two of the raiders away. 
uh, and like slam them into the wall, killing one instantly and sending the other tumbling out the window, uh, just in time for the third raider to take a swing. And that is kind of where you want to stop watching. Uh, yeah, that emo kid definitely accidentally killed his parents. Oh, oh boy, this is tough. All right, well, uh, so oh. um, that kid we're talking about, Scott, he's the guy with the storm powers. He had like lightning eyes and stuff. He uh, mm. he took care of some business. So that might be looking into as well. Avra seems to know that about him, I would assume. I'm, right. Yeah, yeah, no, Avra seemed to definitely have a connection to this kid. And makes me think like maybe she's like a teacher for him or like just a kindred spirit, like, you know, also like a sorceress or something. Mm. Um, okay. Well, Ratson, thank you very much. Uh, and I just give him a little chin scratch and let him scurry back into the coat. Which he does gladly. Uh, we should maybe keep an eye out maybe towards later afternoon, like what's going on on the beach, because that's where the raiders came from. Right. Yeah. Presumably, actually, that's where we saw them leaving towards. I mean, it would make sense that they would kind of just follow the trail back. We could also lie to the merchants and tell them, like, hey, there's actually a ship coming from so-and-so. They might be interested in some goods that's going to be on the beach. And then just send them off to kind of deal with the raiders. The raiders won't come to the village if they just kill all the merchants. And maybe then it'll fix itself, because then there won't be any raiders. Easy peasy. What I understand of raiders, they don't just kind of go, well, yeah, no, we've had our fill until there's nothing left. I mean, if, if you fill up a boat, you got no more space. What are you going to do? So, I mean, you guys don't really know this, but where I'm from, raiders took on a whole new ballgame. And they, once they knew that there was more to be had, it, it didn't matter because they had other means of transporting their shit. So, it, it really, I, honestly, I, I think, Alistair, you have a fair point, you know, it's, 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 all, it's all here, but they're not going to stop. Right, and like also the idea of just sacrificing a whole bunch of merchants oh. just doesn't jive well with me is all. Well, sacrificing right. merchants is fine because they're just going to respawn. And if anything, that's better for our research purposes. So I'm honestly well, okay with it. I mean, that's my ideally, idea too. ideally, the thing is, if we get it right, then we don't respawn and we just carry on. Yeah, but if we get it right, then ev the world's saved. Like, we saved everyone else in the world, so, like, a few merchants here and there. It's not a big deal. You know? I mean, well, I mean, yeah, this is, like, child's play compared to the decisions that I had to deal with. So, yeah. All right, well, let's forget the hypothetical for now. We don't have to, like, send them out to their deaths or whatever. Um, We can deal with the radios ourselves, if anything. But I think we probably want to stop it at the blacksmith, right? I think that was one of the other places we didn't get to go. I definitely right. agree. Um, yes. Something I'm thinking about, you know, there was there's only so much time in the day, and I feel like there's a good argument to be said where we visit each of the different places that we possibly can, regardless of the time of day, because then we can like figure out what's physically there, right? I see. So you want right. to split up? I feel I feel like that would be the best thing, you know, just don't cause any problems, and it's gonna be fine. No scary shit. Please. Right. <laughs> No, what? no scary things like no. fireballs blowing up over the city. Listen, the last time <laughs> I got scared, a grenade went off in a small room. Okay, it's it's not, it's not something I'm proud of. So I'm trying to work yeah. on that. Yeah, you know, Hoon, that doesn't really fill me with much confidence. Have to say, at hey. least I'm trying to work on myself. God, in his defense, I mean, I you know, like I'm the one that got grenaded, so uh, it wasn't terrible. Right, you know, he's look. He, this this specimen's still here and standing next to me. Excuse me, friend, friend. Yeah, thank you, friend. 
What a way to describe God. someone. <laughs> you act like I haven't spent like dozens of hours with him at this point. At least dozens. Maybe, maybe you know, Baker's dozens. At least four. <laughs> at least four. All right. So if we're going to split up, let's figure out where we're going, what times we're going, and when to meet back up, if at all. Right. Hmm. Well, I mean, I feel like we should all visit the places to our strengths. So, um... Maybe Alistair, it, it might be best for you to go to the what is it, the the woods, whatever it's called, barrows. Yeah, the barrows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fields full of dead things. Why? Why would that be a good fit for me? I I don't know. It, it seems like you've been talking to you know your 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 family. I think. Yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure. What do you mean? They're all dead. Why would I be talking to them? I don't know. I'm just. I'm oh. fucking with you. Yes, of course. I'll go talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, you see, that's right. a joke, Hoon. You see, that that's an actual joke. Um. Oh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's oh. a lot of tension. Gentlemen, there's just a lot of tension in this room, and I um, think it's all something. It's all yesterday. All right, everyone. I think oh, it's we yesterday. Can, all right. We can I all mean, technically, yesterday. it's all today, but we can put yesterday in front of us and move on, right? Ooh. And sure. Alistair <laughs> stops for a moment and thinks. So, <laughs> r- r- right then, uh, so yeah, I'll go um, to the Barrows. I should probably get a head on because uh, you know they're not close from my understanding. So, yeah. DM, what's also on trail towards the Barrows from our little like hut village hideaway? Uh, n- not much. It's it's kind of just there's sparse trees here and there, like at the top of hills, uh, every now and then. But it's mostly just a winding path okay um hey you guys are maybe, right on the southern outskirts of town so. right so maybe hoon maybe you go check out the beach i mean you've never seen one so like, oh i i i two I birds with one I, stone yeah I, sure sure i'll i'll take you up on that that's awfully nice of, no one's never nice to me like thank you um maybe thank you I, I wasn't it wasn't a dig i promise i mean you said you've never seen a beach so i mean two birds with really right. stone you go and see if you know, right. Well, then again, it would be hard for you, you to could, tell if there's something If you there. see their boat, you could just fireball the boat. You well, get your fireball out for the day. Ooh, and then there there's raiders that are just, what are they going to do? That's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll uh, I'll, I'll go to the beach. And then same question persists, DM. Is there anything on route or no? Uh, I mean, it would be easiest to go through the town. But once you go through the town, like once you're out of town, it's mostly just a, a walkway. It's significantly more well-maintained. Uh, than the one uh, heading to the barrows because m- merchants actually like travel along that road. Uh, okay. But yeah, it's mostly just sparse trees, the occasional shack or farm. Hmm. All right. And then um, I guess that leaves our wonderful friend here, Quincy. What um what fancies you, you think, uh, of what's left? Um, I'm guessing that I should probably go check in at the smith. Um, maybe like get a rundown there. I don't really know. Uh. There's not much that's popping out at me at the moment. Hmm. Um, yeah, but it's also like another prominent place, you know? And usually yeah. when there's prominent places like that, there's there's something else going on. You know what I mean? Besides yes. what's just the, the face value. That's just my I, initial take. The other idea I had was probably just going sneaking around and like just pickpocketing the merchants and seeing if they have anything that's like interesting that they've been keeping out of our site, you know, like little hints, clues that way. You know, that's a good idea. I don't. It's. I think that may be like next day thing. If there's nothing at the right, or you know, what might also be helpful to possibly pilfer. I mean, we'd have to do it bright and early again next loop around, probably. Um, 
either making some of the purple, white, or black fabric to make a sashing or something, so we can dignify ah. ourselves as part of some caravan or another, give ourselves a little bit of credence. Yeah, I mean, I guess let's see if we need it, right? Like, let's see today if there's any part of our days where it's like, oh, I wish I had that sash so that I could have been so-and-so today. Right. You know, and then like, we can know, pick like, it out tomorrow. Right, I mean, couriers, like, in, with the white sashing, the white elements, might be uh, a bit easier to kind of go in and out of places. So they're carrying right. messages, you know, no one's really going to pay much attention to it. It's like the regular old mailman. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I guess no questions would be asked. All right. Well, uh, I think I'm going to head to the Smith then. Uh, and then two of you are heading out separate directions, eh? Right. Um, yep. Also, oh, yeah. um, there's just one more little thing. I feel like, I feel like the, um, Quincy, your idea of pickpocketing might actually be a little bit better in practice if um, we all kind of casually do it on our way back if there's time, you know? I feel like if we're all looking around and scurrying with the villagers and or the people that we meet, then we're going to learn a little bit more about the culture that exists inside of the town and, like, start networking who's connected to who based on who has whose products in their pocket or what have you, whatnot. I mean, it's a very small town. I don't really think... I think everyone's in each other's pockets in this town, you know? It's kind of like a... That's exactly communal. the point. It's it's exactly that. Because it's so small, there's a higher chance of critical information being shared over a smaller distance. So, you know, it's it's all there. Um, I One yeah. thing that comes to mind, though... So, we got the merchants who are lined up all day until at least noon before they get going. Like... Yeah, I stated, yeah, go send the merchants off the opposite direction, but maybe things wouldn't be as bad if the merchants... No, no, the things would be pretty bad still, but I feel like part of the chaos that was wrought was largely because the merchants were possibly not here still. Mm. Because I mean, if didn't... the merchants leave by noon and then the raiders come at night, then... Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't... I mean, it's a thought. It certainly is. You know, um... At this point, I I don't know. I, I feel like we've asked the questions that we needed to. Um, what 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 say you, Alistair? I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I think we're only going to really get more information by going out and doing the things. So we should probably get a move on. Yeah. All right. I'm. Uh, where are we meeting back up? Ooh. Um. Hmm. How about like the, the center of town? I was gonna say the Smith seems like a pretty centralized location. All, All right. right. Yeah. We can just meet you back there. Trouble. Uh, sounds good. Uh, if anything goes wrong, I'll send rats into one of you and head to the other one. Okay. Sounds I'm good. Thinking about heading out to the Western Barrows because that's where Avra lives. And, sounds good. You know, at least that's one living person from. Ooh, there we go. Maybe we'll have a conversation too. As we go to head out, I want you guys to roll initiative to see who go with first. Oh Ooh, snap! Let me get up my dice. Because if God. I go. If I go in the order that my mind originally wanted to go in, which was, oh, take the person who's going to the area with the least content and take and do them first, uh, then that would be giving away a hint in and of itself. Uh, you decide. Yeah. Mind mm. games. Alistair got a nine. Okay. Um. Right. Q got a nineteen. Okay. I have a. 13 plus stuff and the okay. stuff the stuff is going to be probably not enough to beat a 19 be very well hoon has a plus five to initiative so that would be an 18 so it was close it's not enough. i, I uh, always forget that hoon has more decks than quincy and quincy has more intelligence than hoon <laughs> <laughs> i love our characters so 
we will begin <laughs> with Q on route to the Smith. Uh, you head into town at this point. It is, you know, a familiar path to trod. Uh, you walked past the Smith actually on your first day. Uh, and you catch a, re- a repeat of a conversation you caught only briefly on your first uh, go-round uh, as you pass the smith, and you kind of listen in a little bit more intently before you even pop in. Uh, you hear what sounds like a uh, the voice of a larger, older man, probably a little bit barrel-chested by how deep the voice is, going, I can't believe you stayed up all night again. What did I tell you? And then you hear a what sounds to be a younger girl's voice saying, "I'm sorry. There was a there was a meteor shower last night. It was it was beautiful." And the dad goes, "I get it. Trust me. I love you going out with that boy. He's amazing. But I don't like you staying up too late. Uh, and I want to ask you: Do you keep listening in on this, or do you keep like walk directly into the Smith? Are these people speaking outside of the Smith? Like just they are exactly? they are in the Smithy, but the doors are open." Right, mm-hmm. so it's just bared open to the world. Like, everyone walking past can hear. Got it. Um, it's an open conversation. They're not trying th- to hide it. I think I'm going to just tag the meteor shower bit from last mm-hmm. night, uh, and I think I'll just walk in. Okay. Uh, you walk in, and you immediately see uh, the older man and the younger girl seem to be a father and daughter who are standing on opposite sides of an anvil, and the dad looks uh, at you, kind of puts his hand on his daughter's shoulder, and says, Look. I know you stayed up late. Go take some, go get some sleep. You can help me back out in the afternoon. She goes, all right, dad, and walks away. Uh, and the man turns to you and goes, good morning. What can I get done for you? Uh, morning. Uh, well, I actually am just uh, new to the town. Figured I'd stop in, make introductions and, and the like. Name's uh, Quincy Q. Quandary, private investigator. Uh, pleasure to meet you, sir. Pleasure to meet you. The name is, hold on, I was on a different page. Uh... <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. Hold on, I was yeah. on a different page. Scratching uh, your chin. The name is uh the name's Roland. Roland Tumble. Roland <laughs> Roll and Tumble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one heard that ever. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. All right, Mr. Tumble. Well it's a pleasure. Uh hello. This is your forge then, eh? Yes. Yes, this is my forge. Oh, how long have you been in the business? Oh, uh, it was an apprenticeship I picked up from my father and before him, my grandfather. Wow. So yeah. it's uh, familial then. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been training my daughter, Taika, to uh, take over after me as well. Take a tumble? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, and what was your father's name? <laughs> <laughs> Dro- Dropping. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, it's all tricks out. Uh, uh-huh. famous tumbles. Well, um, mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, there's a lot of, uh, busyness, I guess, around your forge. Not so much, but, I mean, comparatively in a small town. Uh, I mean, just... when you're working in the early morning, it's mostly stuff like, uh, finishing up horseshoes, getting last-minute buckles, things that the merchants might need as they head out. Oh, yeah, where are they headed? They're headed out west, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, there's a variety of other towns as you go further out west. This place is just the easiest place to land in the region. Uh, so, you know, oh, most merchants. Yeah. They came from the east, from the uh, the yes. sea? Yes. So generally, they pass through here, you know, come through the smithy, need horseshoes, need buckles. Maybe they want to buy some goods to sell later, like further on. I don't know. Uh, and then they travel out west, and from there, the road kind of branches. Have, um... Have they ever brought, like, I don't know, trouble to your shores? Like, I don't know. I feel like 
they could be getting some cool riches and maybe people will be following them or chasing them or something of the like. I mean, there's there's been a few instances, but generally a lot of that stuff is like handled personally. Most people who have an issue with like stealing or pirating and come through here, they don't burn down the town because the town had nothing to do with it, right? So a lot of people who pass through here come through and are like, oh, you know, have you seen this person? We point them in the direction and then, you know, they move on. Yeah, I guess it would have to be pretty personal to burn down the whole town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. Well, you know, um, while I'm here, it would be pretty nice to... I actually haven't been able to get my uh, daggers or my rapier sharpened in quite a bit. Absolutely. Do you want to purchase a whetstone to do it yourself, or would you want me to do it? Um, I, I, why don't I see you at your craft? I'll, uh, sure. I'll pay for the labor. Okay. Uh, that'll... For just sharpening services, that'll be measly four silver. Uh, I'll give him a gold. Oh. Just be like, hey, no, I, the conversation itself is worth six silver for my friend. I'll go ahead and oil it as well. Uh, oh. And he takes, oil. He, mm, uh, he <laughs> takes your daggers, goes ahead and sits down at like one of those grindstones <laughs> that has like a pedal at the bottom. Uh, and he starts like pedaling it while holding the stone, uh, holding the dagger to the stone and just sharpening your weapons and tending them. Uh, Can I take a look <laughs> just of the place in general does there seem to be like anything of significance like any important items maybe like you know he said he's been working like his family's worked this forge for generations so are yeah. there like generational weapons or armor that has been passed down i mean anything you do like see that? a lot of weapons and armor you see a lot of the like presentation here i've said i've said before that like two of the walls are like full barn doors that are split open to slid open to create this very presentational space the other two walls are covered almost floor to ceiling in like racks of pre-made gear right mm. So there's like pre-made shields and spears and the occasional sword, but most of what you see is shields and spears, weapons that a common person could use. Uh, and uh, also like pre-made stuff like various kinds of belts, uh, various different um, like horseshoes that are made, different kinds of like just metal gear, like metal bowls or pots, things to be used while traveling. There's a variety of uh, like pre-made gear on the walls, but all of it looks pre like ready-made stuff, right? Uh, you get the instinct that anything significant or special here has been custom made and then pr picked up probably shortly after. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, you got plenty of uh, fine pieces up here, Roland. Oh, uh, yeah. We do our we do our best to keep a good stock because you know there are always people who come in and don't have the time for more custom work. So, a, a lot of our downtime when there's nobody who needs an immediate purchase is spent making sure those those uh those racks are full up. Yeah, I mean, any of these, uh, your daughters? Oh, yeah, she's worked on a couple. She mostly does simpler stuff. Uh, like, spears are a bit easier to work on right. when you're new, because you only have to make the head. Uh, you know, and like a brace, or maybe like a guard, if you want to. Uh, so she's done a bunch of the spears. Uh, simpler stuff, and more like common stuff that she'll need frequently, like horseshoes. She's made a couple of those pots. Uh, she actually made that. And she, he points to a, like, just a vase in the corner. Not metalworking. She just also does pottery. Huh. Yeah. Multi-talented. Good for her. Yeah. Um, also, while I have you, do you know if there's, like, an inn or a tavern in town that I could stay at? I don't want to just camp at the edge of town, you know? Oh, yeah. There's, you know, of course, Traveler Town, right? Uh, we have, uh, the most popular town here is the, I don't even know what to say anymore. The something would, right? Because depending on who you ask, it has one of two different names. Mm -hmm. uh, if you if you are asking the um, 
if you're asking most people, uh, it's called the Whispering Wood. And if you're mm -hmm. asking anyone who doesn't fear for their life, uh, it's called the Withheld Wood. Who doesn't fear for the life. Yeah, any, anyone with nuts of steel uh, calls it the Withheld Wood. All right, the Withheld Wood it is. If you go in, maybe don't, maybe don't say that. Is there a reason? Oh, yeah, the proprietress hates it. Ah. Yeah. All right, uh, well, I yeah, won't try was, to push it your was buttons. originally the Withheld Wood, and then she married the original, she married the chef who was the owner. Uh, changed the name, tries to push for a nicer clientele. Uh, he keeps changing it back. Whole thing. Don't, you don't want to get into it. All right. Maybe I can help with some marital problems while I'm there then. All right. Uh, these weapons good to go? Of course. Here you are. Thank you so much. All right, and Roland. Because of the extra payment, I just included a whetstone so you could do it on your own. I appreciate that. I'll pocket the whetstone. All right. Well, uh, you know, good luck with the rest of your shop and uh, you have a wonderful day. All right. All right. You have a good one, Q. All right. Thank you. Uh, I step out, and mm -hmm. I guess I'm just going to wait around for a bit until the others come back from their okay. uh, little adventures. So next up, we will go to Hoon. Uh, Hoon, you take your morning to go ahead and travel east uh, towards the beach. It is a nice morning walk, first off. It's, it's a beautiful, like, dirt and gravel path that crunches pleasingly underfoot. It's a nice, relaxing moment. You know, just walking from one area to another is in and of itself something to appreciate. And you like you feel calmed as you are you know, taking this time. And as you get closer to the to the beach, you could start to hear crashing waves and feeling like the wind blowing against your face, hearing the grasses rustling and the the, the waves crashing against the shore. You are having this moment of just comfort, which I don't know, maybe is something Hoon has not felt in a while. Uh, so yeah, um, Hoon Hoon is like internally he's he's having this this fight right now with his like uh, external self, and there's this um you know it, it very much is in conflict. Uh, Hoon is on the go, eighteen hours a day. Gets up, gets to work, does his thing, continues to do other things after work, then does other things after that, and then passes out promptly, only to wake up six hours again to do the same thing again. I mean, this man is on a grind, so in order to be presented with something that's so calm and peaceful and serene, it's so foreign. It's Hoon is defensive about it. He, he, he's guarded. He, he doesn't know how to let down his hair, for lack of a better word. So correct me if my assumption is wrong here, but as Hoon power walks to the beach, uh, <laughs> you eventually make it, yeah, uh, to a set of seaside cliffs. Uh, and you can see the cliffs on, on most edges, like, stretch out and directly meet the coast, but there is a, an, an area that is maybe a couple hundred feet wide. A couple hundred is too small. Uh, in modern terms, maybe about the size of, like, two or three city blocks, which is significantly more than a couple hundred, couple thousand feet wide. Uh... And the cliffs to this area are a set of switchbacks that go down, like gravel path switchbacks. Uh, and at the bottom is this indent, just natural beach, right? Uh, that is just surrounded by sea cliffs, completely isolated, this beautiful area. And as you are standing on top of the cliffs, the first thing you notice is a wild oddity, like a scar in the middle of the beach. There is a massive crater of glass in the center of the beach. And in the center of the crater you see something that, well, because uh, I've said it a lot, crackles like lightning. 
and it's a bit difficult to parse what it actually is from this this point. Uh, but you do not see any raiders. You don't see anything else on the beach besides crashing waves and a couple of crabs. So even before the notice of the, what, <laughs> I'm, so I'm so distracted. I'm so distracted. These Sorry, these clowns I, I, I work with, I love them. I say I say crab. Play all with, I, all I gotta me. say is crab. I'm just I gonna put crab rave. Crab rave in that one's license free. All right. Um. So no, I, <laughs> I think I think anyway. I, I'm not entirely sure. I could be wrong. But the way all of our eyes immediately <laughs> widened as you said that was license free. Don't worry. I'm the editor, not Eli. We're good. Great. <laughs> that That's one's fine. not license free. Not. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. All right, all right. Yeah. What were you saying, Eli? Yeah, so even before um, the glass has been, you know, noticed by Hoon, he is pausing at the top of this, like, you know, break in the horizon and just really taking it all in. And it's it's for this first time he actually, like, takes a deep breath in through his nose and, like, exhales through his mouth. And, and it's it's a moment of, like, reflection on the choices that he's made. And it, 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 it it's... It, it's creeping in that that he did something wrong, but it, it, he shakes it off, and then then he looks down and he sees this you know glass structure with something inside, and he's gonna make his way down. But before he does, he ritual casts um, detect magic. Okay, and the so range on detect magic is thirty feet, right? I believe so. Yes. Yes, okay. it is. So great. You'll be able to tell once you get within like close enough to this thing to see what it is. Uh, you climb down the switchbacks easy enough to do. I'm not going to roll, make you roll like an athletics check. It's a pathway. Uh, people come down here decently regularly and caravans pretty often have to travel up. You can actually see as you are like going down that there are much like the loft space that you guys <laughs> took over uh, for this mission. Uh, there are like uh, pulley elevators on either side of the chasm to lift like cargo up uh so that it doesn't have to be pushed up the side of the switchbacks uh and you kind of make your way down and uh, eventually get close and you see in the middle of this glass crater in the center of the beach what looks like a lightning bolt frozen in time is sitting in the middle of this glass crater it is crackling bright blue and you can you don't even need the detect magic to see this thing is potent and as you get close you immediately feel like Oh, you feel powerful evocation magic from this thing. Like, this is dangerously elemental. Hmm. I wonder how many spaceships this can power. I'll have to, have to figure that out later. All right. Um, this is odd. I, it's, um, DM, mm-hmm. Hoon, like, kind of, like, casually puts his hand ever so slightly closer until okay. something happens that's not detrimental to his health. <laughs> uh, nothing happens until you touch it. Oh, my God. I'm just imagining that there's like sparks of electricity that are kind of just like forming as his hand gets closer and closer and closer. Oh, hundred percent. It's like putting your hand. On, I was about to say fushigi ball. Uh, it's like putting your hand <laughs> on um, one of those like electric balls, like a Tesla. Yeah, Tesla coil or whatever. Yeah, cl- close. One of those like the ones balls. that they sell at Spencer's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know about. So nothing happens until you touch it. Do you touch it? <laughs> uh, so what happens next is Hoon kind of like realizes he's being hypnotized by pretty magic and then like retracts his hand and then casts Mage Hand on a rock that he found on the cliffside and then just casually puts it up against the bolt. 
Oh, you just put a rock against the bolt? Yes, using Mage Hand. Uh, nothing happens. What about like like any kind of visuals around it? Uh, if you're putting a rock up against the the lightning bolt, nothing happens. Oh, so hmm, this is interesting. Uh, my my organic hand appeared to attract a lot of attention, but as soon as I put inorganic matter next to it, it hmm, didn't do any. I oh, oh my. Um, hmm, think Hoon, think. Let's see. Um, DM. Hoon mm-hmm. is going to look around for some fish in the ocean. Okay. Because he heard about it. Uh, <laughs> I will I will say, crabs are easier to find. Uh, <laughs> fish are probably going to be decently far out. Do you want to wade into the waves? Um, I mean, yeah. We're just going to okay. wade into the waves. Yeah, you start walking into the water. The, the crabs just watch you. <laughs> yeah, roll a, roll a survival check to go barehanded fishing in the ocean. <laughs> Not barehanded swim. fishing. Oh, your hand fishing. Yeah, what do you, you have? See? A fishing rod? No, I have mage. Are you using your gun? Like, yeah, no, it's oh It's still a hand. Go ahead and roll a survival check for me. No, but it's got magic behind it. <laughs> no, roll a survival check. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let's see. Let's see. That's gonna be an eleven. It's gonna be an eleven. Uh, you spend how long do you think Hoon spends trying to catch fish? Honestly, it's gonna be a solid ten minutes. Okay, you spend 10 minutes, which isn't bad, standing fully clothed in freezing cold ocean water, <laughs> swatting with a mage hand, trying to grab a fish, and just, uh-uh. Why uh-huh. won't they stand still? What? What is oh this? God. I can't. They're right over there, but then they're not, and I put my hand in it. And they're not there. This has the you know, most indoor kid energy. Yeah. As you are uh, like s- kind of stomping your foot in anger and not being able to catch a fish, uh, one like leaps out of the water and smacks you across the face and <laughs> lands back in. He's swimming away. <laughs> oh my god. And it's at that moment that Hoon gets slapped back to reality and then just goes on the beach to find anything else that's organic. Tons of crabs. Great. Uh Picks one up with Mage Hand. and Still going to be a survival check, but it's significantly lower. (laughs) It's a significantly lower check to to grab a crab. That that won't be an 18. That's an 18. You you grab a crab. You get a crab. Oh, (laughs) yeah. It's easy enough. I'm just imagining Hoon getting down on all fours and like kind of just like jumping as a pounce on top of this crab. and then Not even using Mage Hand anymore. (laughs) No. Uh, You catch a crab. You catch a crab in your teeth. Yeah, caught that. There, there's sand all over you. Even a time loop won't get that out. Uh, and oh no! <laughs> you go Making ahead and grab. Yeah, you grab a crab. How do you press the crab against the sword? I'm, I'm, I'm being so uh, particular here. I know, but do you use the mage hand to press the crab against the uh, against yeah, the lightning bolt? Okay, I do. Cool. Uh, so you press the crab against the lightning bolt, and as soon as something that isn't a ground uh, touches the bolt, you see live electricity starts to spark out uh, and like cover the crab and you hear sizzling. Does it die after a prolonged amount of time exposed to this lightning bolt? Uh, You see it starts taking damage as it is uh, exposed to actual crackling energy and being a tiny crab it dies almost immediately and it continues to get deep fried the longer you hold it against the bolt. Yummy. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll I'm gonna roll mm-hmm. to see if it's good crab meat by the time it's uh, done cooking. <laughs> gonna roll to cook this is the gonna crab. be yeah. This I gotta give this. You can do survival or chef's tools. 
<laughs> Hoon doesn't have chef's tools, but that's an eight. <laughs> an eight? Uh, you have no idea how to cook crab. You hold it a little bit too long, and you just start to smell ash. You go, yeah. It's hard to cook with lightning. It's it's a really yeah. like practiced art. Very, very um, <laughs> difficult art. Right. Um. Well, that's that's a little bit more de- deadly than I than I would have thought. Well, why organic matter? Uh, oh, I have to roll, figure this out. This isn't going to be Arcana. Roll flat intelligence. Well, that one, that one going to be. Let's see. Oh, that's that's going to be a tw- twenty-two. Good. Ooh. I was really hoping you wouldn't roll well because Hoon works a lot with electricity. Uh, you pressed a ground against this thing, right? You pre- like you pressed dirt against this, and that just wouldn't cause sparks to come out. Like the, the they're you know it it would not have pulled the energy from this because it's just a ground. And I understand like the idea of a ground is like it it disperses, but it's just the material that you put against it just did not cause a reaction. It's not specifically organic, but you pressed sand against this thing, like sand in the stone. My physics friend is boiling mad, but that's okay. Look, I'm going to be real. I don't fully get how electricity works, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't react to rocks. Okay. I mean, if we look at our Pokemon typing, like ground is immune to electric. There you there go. go. Pokemon, yep. hard to check. All right. Full All right. Checks you know out. what? That's fine. <laughs> I, I, I'm here for dragons it. Every day of the week. We love you for it. Go to Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Like, so you are standing here in front of this bolt of frozen lightning. What you gonna do? Well, I mean, I, there's there's definitely some practices that, I, that haven't failed me before. Uh, Hoon is going to back up mm-hmm. and go all the way up the cliff. Uh-huh. God, and cast fireball. Okay. Sure, you cast fireball. I'm the I'm top not, of the cliff. I don't need to make you roll here. Uh, you cast fireball, and you see the fireball explodes, and <laughs> then it clears, and nothing happens except there's maybe a little bit more glass. Oh, um. well, that didn't work. When in doubt, try to blow it up. Yeah, go ahead and mark, make sure you mark that spell slot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fireball a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you must pay your daily fireball tax. Yep. <laughs> How it goes being a wizard. Yeah, after doing wizard time, mad- motherfucker, fireball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, and, and then you know, just the way I imagine is in my head the way Hoon casts all these like crazy like air written numbers and on graph paper and it's it's yeah yeah all right yeah, anyway write a bunch of math on a sheet of paper and then throw a fireball uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the air anyway yeah. um yeah I huh. What if uh Hoon is also gonna look around for um hmm on the off chance there's a no 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 Hoon's just gonna go back. Okay. <laughs> Heads home. Uh so last we are going to go ahead to and move to Alistair. You okay. head into the Barrows. Uh yeah. you did you have directions to Alvar's house or are you kind of just walking until you see something? Um yeah, no, we were told that she lived kind of out in the western barrows. That's so you're walking until you see direction as he got. Cool. <laughs> so... Yeah, so you walk. Uh you you take the pathway. Uh it leads a little bit into the southern barrows and then presses into the western. Uh and you kind of just casually stroll, you know, looking around, keeping an eye out for something, anything. Uh and it is much like Hoon has experienced. You are taking this moment to just 
walk and you are going somewhere, but even less, even more so than Hoon, because you don't have a destination in mind. You are just strolling, looking right. for something, and you Which, kind of keep going. Yeah. And I after, mean, mm -hmm. oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Me. That's no, no, like, no, no. The whole thing that like Alistair is kind of going out to do is like. Also, there's ghosts, so like, yeah. like its destination is one thing, but also like, hmm, maybe we should check this out, gang. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say after a few dozen minutes perhaps just over half an hour of walking you start to see haze like heat over asphalt haze over some of the barrows and you can see your vision warping just a little bit and just like kind of tickling at the edges of your sight and you could swear you see shadows start to lengthen underneath some of the trees and you could see what looks like small domes almost like the top of heads poking around some of the hills for just a moment before you blink and they're gone how mm. does alistair react it's all. It's just like home, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> so um, the. Mm -hmm. But no, I think realistically, like he would, um, not in an overtly like defensive way, like not in a way that was just like, oh, good, 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 ghost guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think he would like still kind of like put himself a little bit on guard because not every ghost is friendly. Um, but would also kind of put himself kind of like into a more not defensible position but at least a defensible stance okay you kind of take this stance and you see the mirage effect starts to increase and you can see your your vision above of like the clouds is starting to waver and fold with the passing of ostensibly heat but you don't feel any warmer in fact you feel colder and you kind of wait in this moment taking your defensive stance and you breathe casually waiting for something to happen and nothing seems to and right in a moment where you are about to take in a deep breath, you hear a voice from behind you go, What the fuck are you doing here? I am trying to sleep. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I turn. Alistair turns. <laughs> uh, you see what looks like... It, it, what looks like... You see an old dude. Uh, like a very, very short and stout old man. Like kind of hunched over, hobbled, maybe about four feet tall at his current height, as hunched as he is. Uh, he's got this like hand cane uh, that is made of gnarled, wrinkled old wood, uh, as gnarled and wrinkled as the bony, emaciated body that holds it. Uh, he's got like sunken eyes that don't actually have. Uh, well, I was about to say don't have pupils. That's incorrect. They don't have sclera, right? So it's okay. like the eyes are pure black, uh, and there you can, or they are pure brown, and you could see like little black dots uh, in the center. Mm. Uh, and there are, like, you can see he is wearing what looks like a simple vest, no shirt underneath, and almost what looks like a diaper. Uh, <laughs> and he goes, what? Why? Why are you here? <laughs> oh, um, sorry to intrude upon your slumber, good sir. And he, like, motions for, like, Good sir Lupellus. Lupellus. Oh, right. Penny hey, Lupellus. What do you want? The name of the place that we're in. Yeah, the town. Yeah. So the welcome. town's named after you, isn't it? <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Well, that's... Well, I stand in great honor of you then, sir. Um, yeah. This is uh, Alistair Graves. Um, I've, Didn't um, ask. Well, I'm giving it anyway, so... What do you want? Well, to be honest, there's something wrong here with the town. And uh -huh. it seems to be kind of looping in a series of death and rebirthing, so... You saying there's something wrong with my town? Not something that you cause necessarily. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's something wrong being affected upon your town. Okay. 
I mean, and what you I say also, things are dying that's yeah, what's like, wrong like the whole town all at once yeah that happens things die yeah no but i don't know what... what you think you're looking at <laughs> no I, I have an idea i have yeah. to say but like no i mean so the whole town all at once just is prone to just dying no so, it'll die people will die eventually you, you uh, just come in here and you say you your town has a problem people are dying i'm like that that happens yeah, no yeah. you you kind of omitted the part where like literally everyone dies every night what i don't what, what do you mean that people are right there right and then things reset so they keep dying then undying and then dying again what just innumerably they just it's 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 a, it's what we call a time loop and alistair just draws a circle in the air I swear to God, I don't understand you kids. Okay. So, like, look, all right. So, every night, it seems like, some raiders uh -huh. come from the eastern shores, like, plunder a pillage and destroy the town. Okay. And then everything's set back to normal in the morning so that raiders can destroy it again every night. So, I, I haven't seen any raiders. Are you saying raiders are coming? Yeah. that's. Exactly are you one I'm of saying. them? Obviously not. Are you sure? Do I look well like, and he measured, like, he, like... To his like six foot seven, like a hundred pound frame. Like I don't know. You look pretty fucking weird. I've never seen you before. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, which is why I tried to introduce myself. You were a bit rude, weren't you? Yes. <laughs> you walked into my room. I'm trying oh, to sleep. So okay. All right. We got off on the wrong foot. Um, I step just slightly back. Mm-hmm. Just is this better? I do kid. I appreciate the intent. I don't have a... It doesn't matter to me how close you are. I don't have a body, so I don't have so, kind of personal oh space. Okay, okay. <laughs> Point being mm -hmm. that I heard that the spirits were meant to protect the town. It seems like you might be slacking off a bit of that. What the fuck do you want me to do? There's, everything is fine right now. Mm -hmm. Right now, yeah. But then come nightfall, it's an entirely different story. And how do you know this? Because we've done it once before already. Watched, you know, we came in, unfortunately, right towards the tail end of all the mass destruction. So everyone died. Pretty raiders are coming tonight, and you know they're coming tonight because they've come before. Right. But I haven't seen any raiders come before. Right, because you're stuck in this loop, so you wouldn't remember them because time resets. Think of it like an hourglass being turned right side up. He kind of like stops for a moment and goes quiet. And then he holds up a finger to you, almost like E.T. like, and you see the tip of the finger start to glow and he kind of just waves it back and forth between your like between your eyes, seeing if your pupils like follow the light <laughs> and dilate. Yeah, no. All right. Yeah. How are okay. you doing that with your finger then? Magic. OK, so you're not it's not a concussion. <laughs> all right. Fine. Don't believe me. Can you at least tell me what Avra is? Oh, yeah. She's over that way. You kind of like, right. the finger over his shoulder. <laughs> Great. Um, this I I wish I could say that this was a pleasant um conversation, but walk quieter. Been... He says and sinks into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> what a <laughs> asshole! <laughs> and uh, Alistair's just gonna As you walk away from that. I want you to roll a persuasion check for me. You you might see the effects of this later. Um. All right. Well, you roll a three, which gives me a ten. Okay, uh, a ten. All right. I'll keep that up. Yeah. Ugh. I swear, the older they get, the more they spiral the train, so to speak, the worse they get. You keep walking on, 
And eventually, you come across a small shack that looks almost exactly like a witch's hut, as you would expect it. It's like mm -hmm. this small, moss-covered uh, building that has, like, a garden outside that is, like, well-kept and well-maintained. Uh, like, it, it, a garden full of fruits and vegetables, enough to feed one person. So, like, a, a large and well-maintained garden. Uh, and you can see, like, it's a decently beautiful house. And in the center of the garden, you see, you are able to catch... It is a scarecrow that is not a, like, cloth-covered uh, pile of sticks. Uh, this scarecrow is a fully carved crystal sculpture of a human man uh, with, uh, as you get closer, you are able to make out more details, uh, ripped human dude with, like, bulging pectoral muscles, massive arms. He's got an electric guitar across his front uh he has uh, he is wearing like parachute pants and he has long hair that is sculpted as though it is flowing back in the wind and this is the scarecrow in the middle of the garden what i'm not even there <laughs> yeah like all right i mean alistair's just gonna stop just outside the garden to just admire the scarecrow for a moment just this is honestly truly remarkable i don't <laughs> i mean huh <laughs> you hear kind of a cloth padding on cloth, and you see uh, walking out from around one side of the house uh, is Avra. She, uh, in this, she is wearing like just a little loincloth. Her top is completely bare. She's reptilian, so there's nothing there to cover. Right. Uh, she has like little gardener's gloves on and like one of those big uh, straw hats. Uh, right. Not like not uh, like Western style straw hat where it's the loop and then the wide straw brim. She has like a rice farmer hat. Mm. Uh, and she kind of walks out and she goes, "Oh, hi." kind of looks at the statue, looks at you, and uh, she's cold-blooded, so she doesn't blush, but you see her eyes immediately widen and her mouth kind of just, like, tightens at the corners, and she just walks towards you, uh, pretending as though nothing has happened. It goes, what can I do for you? Hi. I mean, you Hello. could tell me a bit more about this uh, art piece you have here um, in your front yard. That <laughs> is a completely normal scarecrow. <laughs> I would beg to differ. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> is that uh, not what all scarecrows look like? I mean, more more scarecrows that I've seen have all mostly been sackcloth full of straw and newspaper with usually like a gourd for a head or like a burlap sack with a face painted on it. This is this is a lovingly meticulously carved crystalline sculpture that's been filled with a lot of love. Uh, how would how would a sack covered stick scare off crows? <clears throat> I mean, typically they're it's also gotta be intimidating. You're right. I mean, usually they have some kind of like fear enchantment on them. Voice. <laughs> fine. Um, but yeah, no, this is so what the, this giant crystalline sculpture just why just does it play the guitar? No, it just stands there, uh, scaring the crows. Right. Anyway, I'm, I'm sorry. It, it, it's it was quite rude of me. Um, my name is Alistair Graves. Uh, Pleasure to meet you. The name is Avra. Nescafrige de long You you call me Avra. Of course, Avra. Nice to meet you. You know, I actually I feel like I've heard you mentioned before back in town. Uh, I mean, you would. I'm amazing. I I mean, did you make this? This this wonderful, this <clears throat> spectacular, really, art piece. She keeps, like, as you keep talking, she gets more and more into the conversation, and every time you refer back to the statue, you can see her kind of, like, have to uh, kind of choke something down and, re like, recenter herself. She goes, I, I did. Wow, I did. no, that's, that's quite the feat. I mean, <sighs> did, what type of, did you, you know, we're getting a bit off topic, I feel. It's just, 
Oh, are, are you are, are you cooking something? Oh yes, uh, I am cooking a stew. I'm going to be taking it into the uh, to the town today. Oh, that sounds absolutely lovely. Would you actually? I, I'm fairly new in town as well, and it's always good to kind of make proper connections. Would it be <laughs> all right if perhaps I perhaps aided you in some capacity? Like, is there something that you need doing around here? Um, uh, it's a simple life. I don't know that I have much that needs doing that I can't tend to on my own. Um, right, like polishing the the crystalline sculpture that that doesn't need doing. You're welcome to polish it if you want. <laughs> I... No, no, no. I mean that that was a bit of a joke. I'm sorry, my delivery. No, I'm. That if one. you want to do it, if you want to do something, sure, may as well polish it. I feel like we're going to bit into an innuendo here, and I really hope that's not the case. I'm not um, asking you to do anything you don't want to do. That is fair, but you know, um, my accent is starting to slowly turn to Avarice. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> I. I it only her full name is my reset phrase for the accent. <laughs> I have to say it every time I want to start doing the voice. So right, anyway, um, so is this something? Perhaps I mean, do you want help? Perhaps do you need any garden that needs watering? Any um, irate ghosts that need talking to? Who um, because I I met one and he seemed a bit cantankerous. Oh, Fenny? No, he's great. Fenny, is that is that a uh, Lupellus? Yeah, Fenny. It's his Fenny. first name. Finney Lupellus. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, he was a bit cantankerous. Um, oh, you just woke him up. I mean, I, I true, fault on me for walking into his clearly unlabeled room. They stay up late. I mean, well, they're, they're nocturnal, so they stay up all night. Yeah, from what I understand, they usually hang around till, what, noon? I heard uh, from some merchants or so. Yes, uh, generally, the like, you know, they're up all night, uh, drinking, playing games, surprisingly active for old people. Um, and then they, well, most of them are old. There's a couple who are like middle-aged. There's a few who are children and you always don't, you always hate to see that. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But, I mean, I got uh, Lena and Tina usually, but, but they're, they're pretty mischievous. They're fun. They're tame though. Mm. All things considered. I'm going to glide past that one. Uh, you, yeah. And they stay up most of the night and then, you know, the morning is when they start to fall asleep. So it's easiest to disturb them then. Through of most course, of the day, yeah, they're calmed no, out. That, that makes sense. Yeah, no, that was my fault then for waking him up. Um, mm. I'll try to do better. Yeah, then. it's like, imagine if you're moments away from going to sleep and somebody walks into your room and goes, Hey, just looking for directions. I mean, to be fair, I wasn't actually saying anything. I was just absorbing the moment. Because mm. it's awfully similar to my own home. And I have to say, this is the closest I felt to um, kind of content in a long time. That's wild. I'm like, I no offense, that's wild. Most people who come here uh, hate it here. <laughs> I mean, I can understand, but I mean, like, I mean, lots of the, you know, the undead don't usually make for good neighbors, but like... Yeah, but like, this is like the kind of place teenagers dare each other to go and spend the night in. Oh, well... It's happened before. That, that seems about par for the course, really. I mean, yeah. my teenage years were usually going breaking into some tomb or another and trying to put the flag there. But we wouldn't take anything, of course. That was that was absolutely okay. not. But no, we. we I mean, like, I'm sorry. Like... You just got to understand what that sounds like when you say my teenage years were spent breaking into tombs. My first assumption is, oh, you were a thief. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I said, we, we would plant a little flag, and then the other one would have to go around and find it. You, you would. Oh, you would just play hide and seek in graveyards. Pretty much. Or like, yeah. Okay. Like capture the flag, really. Ah. So what are you doing here again? Um, really coming to introduce myself. Um, oh. Because again, I've heard so many wonderful things about you. So. Would you like a cucumber? That sounds delightful. Just kind of like uh, beckons you inside. Uh, 
and like she walks into the side door that's connected to the garden and you kind of and then walks around and opens up the front door and kind of invites you in and as you walk in she just hands you a full cucumber uh (laughs) and you walk in and it's it's just a nicely appointed like little shack there's a small cot in one corner that is uh laid out with furs uh looks comfortable cozy uh and you just see it is a, a simple abode. There's a desk, a dresser, uh, a, like with a one of those vanity mirrors on top. Uh, there's a sink in one corner. And that's that's about it. Or not well, like a sink, but a wash basin kind of attached right. to the wall. Well, absolutely lovely home that you have down here. I really love what you did with the place. Real um, rustic cozy. Oh, yeah. And right smack dab in the center of the room is a giant bubbling black cauldron. Well, I mean, buried the lead on that one. Why don't yeah. you? Um... <laughs> kind of forgot. I figured it was assumed. <laughs> I mean, yes, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my mind already filled up that space. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just like, hmm. there's either like one of those tables covered in herbs or the cauldron in the middle of this room. So, (laughs) Um, right. So may I ask, Avra, I mean, I know if if I'm stepping out of bounds for having just May, why set up home out here in the Barrows when you have a perfectly good town like a couple miles that way? Oh, uh, I can't live in the town. All right, that's cryptic. Mm-hmm. Um, may I ask why, perchance? Uh, you see, roll an insight check for me. There's one thing Alistair is not is particularly wise. Um, well, roll my d4 now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. Uh, two, which means I am deafened for one minute. <laughs> uh, yeah, you just see... the voices, the sudden cacophony of ghostly voices. You ask the question, and she kind of darts her eyes to one side, and then starts talking and waving her hands around as though giving an explanation, and you just can't hear anything. Uh, and she kind of like starts miming, and she does she does like a little bit of a pantomime of like uh, almost as though like walking, and then like a uh, uh, like a a jump. Uh, and you just see she starts going through this full act of things that um. That she can't go through, like, go through, uh, or that you can't hear. Uh, and eventually the deafness fades, and you just basically hear Avra say, So, yeah, uh, I can't cross running water. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you this on a nat one, she's a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) That was, um, that was actually one of my next questions. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. Um, so, um, would you perhaps, like, uh, that was all a very detailed explanation you provided, and that I'm mm. eternally grateful. Um, um, all right, this is my monkey lucky. <laughs> oh! Full, he's, full chimp, okay. Uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a very lucky little boy. Um, I should have used the help action on that last one, but... No, I'd say that was pretty lucky. You found out she's a vampire. Yes, of course. <laughs> Saw her shirtless walking around outside in the garden in the, in the sun. Yeah, she yeah. did have a she did have a rice farmer hat on. So she it's did have a rice you know hat. it's yeah. true. Um. So anyway, did you perhaps want a hand bringing this over to the uh, the village? I was actually thinking about heading back, and you know I wouldn't mind walking and talking a bit more. Do you think you could carry it? Most probably not. Because um, I don't have another way to do it by car- but carrying it on your back. I mean, I could assist in some capacity anyway, but... I, I do it all the time. It's fine. I mean, still, it would be nice. I mean, if you'd like, we can walk and talk if that's something. Or we can just go sure. completely next to each other and not talk is also... No, the companionship would be appreciated. 
fights because uh, I, I do think it's get, it's getting about that time when I'm supposed to be uh, reconvening with some of my travel companions. So, um, there's anything else? Like, um, oh, question for you: Do mm. you ever tend to get trouble coming from the east? A, a trap? Uh, there's. You see her eyes kind of like narrow for a moment as she glances to the side. What do you mean, trouble from the east? I mean, like. There is that big open sea out there. So, I mean, is it, do, you, do you tend to get, like, pirates, raiders, or... Oh, okay, you know, pirates and raiders. Of... Uh, sometimes, uh, but, you know, uh, we can often spot them quick enough. Uh, the Chris's in town kind of act as a dual warning system. Uh, I'm sorry, the what's in town? The Chris's, people. People. I'm not, they're not an object. It, it, two, it, two people named Chris. Ah, gotcha. It, mm-hmm. the, uh, Hunter and Trapper. They run the uh, the crisscross tannery. Of course they do. Um. So right. Okay. That that all makes sense. So, but you know, they're usually pretty on their game, is it? Yeah. Usually, like when they go hunting, they get to, you know, uh, un- un- barring some wild circumstance, they get close enough uh, to the. They are able to see any dangers before they approach, and able to send out a warning flare of some kind, prepare the town. Right. So you know, things like that normally are not uh, a, a huge issue. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, no, there was also... I couldn't help. I mean, I know the kid... Um, mm-hmm. When I came through town before, and I was... Her I was eyes, in, the moment you say the kid, her eyes widen, the, and like you don't even need to roll an insight check. Oh, you said kids? Yes. Okay. Uh, never mind, then. No, I, I noticed the kids, you know, all kind of, you know, playing out in town before, and there was, there was one that just seemed way sadder than the others. Did he recently lose someone? Perhaps... You see her, like, head starts to lower, so she's kind of, like, looking up at you now. Uh, and she goes, who do you mean? What does he look like? I mean, I never said it was a he, did I? But I may have. No, anyway. you did not. <laughs> I'll tell you uh, as the DM, you did not, and that's something you have fully caught. Yeah, like, give her kind of a knowing look then. <laughs> Just, I think we both know, don't we? Uh, uh. In a heartbeat, as you say, we both kind of know then, don't we? Uh, you suddenly feel a hand is around your throat, and you are being slammed against one side of the shack, and uh, Avra's hand is coated in crackling electricity, and she looks you in the eyes, and complete, like, cold stare, just goes, what do you know? Not all that much, to be completely honest. Most so, like, that he's got some kind of magic. I promise... I am not here she like presses her claw home. into your throat enough to start drawing a little bit of blood. I what are you here for? To prevent harm coming to the city. What harm? There's something going to happen at night that's going to be pretty brutal to be quite what honest. What do you know? <laughs> There's raiders and that's really about as much as I know to be completely honest. We got there late. Make a persuasion check for me. Uh can lucky help in some capacity? Sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely can. Uh, okay. Instead of like puppy eyes, you get monkey eyes. Yeah. Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. You feel the claw kind of pull out of the skin of your throat, and the hand drops and pulls away. She goes, "Is that all? Do you know?" That's honest truth. I mean, there was, there was a lot of brutality that unfortunately we were too late to do anything about. But it comes at night, and it comes for the whole town. I am aware. I've tried to stop it. Uh, and I will tell you right now, on a natural one on her own role, uh, she says that in a way that immediately makes you realize she is aware of what is happening. 
Oh, thank God, I don't have to dance, ar dance around it then. So you know that we've already met. Fuck! <laughs> and she kind of turns. <laughs> Again, so, oh, right. Uh, My companions and I, I promise we are here to help. But if you're aware of what's going on in this town, perhaps... A sharing of knowledge might be uh, more beneficial. But again, I'm not the smartest one, so perhaps meet up with my short friend. He's a lot smarter than I am. Okay, I don't fully know. Um, something fell last night, which was a couple... Figuratively yeah, speaking. Yeah, right. yeah, a good amount of nights ago now. Um, something came. A power source. Uh, something fell from the sky. I don't know. Um, and, you know, at night, as you have surmised... Something comes to the town, and I don't like that it goes to the town. And so when it does the thing that I don't like, I tap into this power source and make it not happen. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so, again, I'm offering assistance in bringing this back so we can share our knowledge. And then perhaps after you feed the wonderful children at the orphanage, we meet with my friends and we have a conversation. Fine. The raiders kill my son. That was not quite what I was getting at, but I am genuinely sorry about that. No, they kill. They, I, I try to make it not happen. And wait, your your son is like you, or your son like the child at the orphanage? What do you mean, like me? Like a kobold? Mm -hmm. No, no. The, um, you were put you into this her... form, weren't you? What? You were put into this form, weren't you? No, not put into it. I borrow this form. A good, a good friend. Offers a good friend. Right, okay. We're gonna have to put let, let's put a pin in this conversation until we've all mm -hmm. reconvened. Okay. Because <laughs> this this feels like something that I don't want you to have to repeat. Sure. Alright, fuck it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, um... And you can see she is like you guys have been walking at this point. As you as you kind of go yeah. silent and focus on the walk, you can just kind of hear like pat pat <laughs> uh, from your side and whenever you look over she's just slamming the heel of her fist into her forehead over and over again she's like stupid 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 <laughs> thousands of years you fucking <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> cool yeah. <laughs> and wow. you make it back to the smithy uh, and reconvene with everyone <laughs> Right. Uh, so, uh, everyone, before, hold on. Before we even get to that point, uh, what mm. what does Hoon like see on the way back, like into town? Uh, the the same path that you walked on the way out. Right, but there wouldn't be anything changed because of the time of day or whatever. Not on the walk back, no. Okay. So, uh, right, everyone, this is um, Avra. You've all hi met. again. Hello. Yeah, she uh, she's aware of the time though. Don't even. Yep, just pick that up. Yep. All right. Interesting. Uh, wow, you're a little bit more powerful than I even expected you to be. How no, do you remember that? Usually ripped my throat out. Um, uh, I can't blame her, really. Something about resetting, looping it, you know, it, me being the one to do it. Gary, oh, it, so you're doing it? Yes, I'm doing it. I'm not going to stop if that's what you're asking. You are welcome to try and make me. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, I'm going to make a deception check. Okay, so 15. Now, I wouldn't dream of it. You feed orphans. I'm not going to do that. Sure. I mean, that so, passes my passive insight. I believe when. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm the one who does it. There's a power source that fell from the sky last night. I tap into it when the raiders kill my son. 
All right. And your son is the one that you almost jumped in front of when Hoon did the little explosive the other day, I'm assuming. Got it. All right. Got it, got it. Why does he not live? Oh, uh, he'll explode. All right. What? <laughs> okay. Let me tell you. So here's a little bit of how magic works, at least in my case. I am powerful. Very powerful. Oh, you're a vampire. What? <laughs> it's broad daylight, Alistair. We're in. It's noon. It's She's... it's right now. Is it, the sun is the highest point it possibly could be? She's not even sparkling. She's she's got a big hat. Oh, take off the hat. Okay, <laughs> she takes the hat off. What? I'm not a vampire. But you said not. Sounded like you. It sounded like you said. All right. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, you're super powerful. Your son, I'm assuming, also super powerful. Connor, I, I was super powerful. Yes, uh, he has my magic, and right. uh, he is eight. That's that's eight eight human years. Sure. Well, yeah, they're normal years. I just they're all years. Know, yeah, passage of time is weird. Um, yeah, so eight years old does not have the physical capacity to handle my amount of power. But if I stay near him like magnets, I will pull his power out to a point where his body will not be able to handle it, and bad things will happen to him. Will anything happen to you? No, I'll be fine. Oh, all right. That's reassuring. So, so this... wait Go a ahead, second. Who? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I just been listening this whole time. What? Ha. Um. Okay. Mm. So so so. I mean, I I understand the, the the concept of you know means to an end. I I, I definitely you know uh what? understand this concept. You know, um, protecting your son above all the other lives of everything else. You know, that's that's your definition of what you value, and that's I'm totally protecting valid. Everyone, I don't. I need you to understand. I'm protecting everyone else's lives too. You know, oh. I protect the town, kind of by coincidence, yes, but I do it. Hmm. I'm not hmm. sacrificing anyone else's lives to do it. But the the lives don't continue, so that would mean that they're technically dying every day. Uh, 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 Hoon's broken. Okay. Oh, you I, broke Hoon. I get the feeling that happens a lot. Ah, uh, yeah, hold on, I got this. Uh, I take out... Um... I, I take out encode thoughts, and I'm like, sit still, and I just pull out a little thought bubble. Here, hold on to this. You can just stop thinking about everything for now. This is the thought. When you're ready to approach the thought again, just open this up, and you can you can think as much as you'd like, all right? There you go. As the, as the thought strand was being extracted from Hoon's head, there was, like, small twitching every, like, 10, 10 like, millimeters, every centimeter, just like... <laughs> it's it's not it's not a discomforting experience, is it? Sorry if it is. Anyways, oh, um, you're literally ripping information from my mind that I didn't consent to. What? All right. Anyway, I'm back. Hello. All right, great. Yeah. Um, Avra. So mm. you're tapping into a power source nightly in order to refresh this timeline, just uh -huh. to save your son and the village that you live in's life. Yes. And you make stew during the day. Yes. You're not, like, thinking, hey, how do I fix this earlier? You think I haven't? I can't. Why not? Yeah, it seems a little fishy. I'm trapped under a mountain. What do you want me to do? What What mountain? Is this metaphorical? I'm sorry, what are you again? going on about? Wait, you did west. say you were borrowing this form. You're, so you're, you're not actually Avra. Avra. You're someone Points inside of west. Avra. And you see in the far distance, like um, on basically like on the horizon, it's like little bumps 
a mountain range. Oh, fuck. Across a vast plain. I'm under there. Ha. And you're For... projecting yourself into Avra. Yes, I do it every three days. Uh, if I were to break out of there, first off, it would cause major, major geographical changes. Uh, a lot of bad stuff. You know, like a volcanic eruption. A bunch of bad things. Um, That's pretty bad, you know. Yes. Uh, but also, I simply would not be able to close the distance in time to do anything. Even if I, you know, left at the crack of dawn, I would make it seconds too late. I've tried. Hmm. Many times. I, um, I might actually have a idea for me. Uh, Quincy, you look like you want to say something. What's, what's up? Who's the dad? <laughs> oh, some, some old human from long ago. But was it Finny? Tell no, it was, it was not Fanny. Don't even. Ugh. <laughs> but oh yeah, I met the founder of the town. By the way, it couldn't have been that long ago, right? Eight years is not that long ago. Uh, it's a couple centuries, I think, is the term. Wait, so how old is the kid? You said he was eight years old. Uh huh. How many how... times have you looped? Yeah, that was gonna be what I was gonna. So I what I picked up. Oh, on. how many times have I looped? That's uh. A couple don't know. centuries worth of looping, then. No, no, centuries before the loop started. Um, I don't know if you understand this. Human Wait. biology, dragon biology, very different. Uh, Making a kid human... between two species, hard. Hard thing. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> and just, like, <laughs> you do the, ah, uh, and she kind of keeps talking for a moment before she wheels off again. She slams the, the heel of her palm into her head again. Son a bitch! <laughs> um, she kind of <laughs> fucking oh my lord yes all right fucking dragon whatever um yeah the, dragon what? biology human biology don't mix we reproduce with eggs humans don't do that i mean they kind of do we just can't eat inside eggs, eggs because... are different from outside eggs okay all right <laughs> uh yeah trust right. me i was as weird i was as weirded out as you when i laid to a clutch i thought was gonna be empty and there was a human baby in one. Yeah, that that's oh, that's that's pretty wild. wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's um, um, all right. Gestated in there a long time. Human what? fetuses get nutrients from the mom in an egg. That's a lot harder. Took a lot longer. Oh, uh, right. that baby was in there a long time. Yo, this is this is the best world building. I just want to thank you, thank you. <laughs> Small claps. <laughs> All right, Avra, right? What? Um, yes. Yeah. Or whatever your name's name Avra is. Avra nobody did the long no. I, That's your friend's name, you see. No, no, that's my name. Miss, but... My friend's oh, name is Avra. Oh, so the actual person. What? Hold on. My name is Avra Nescafrije, nobody did the long My friend's name, the body, is Avra. Okay. All right, got it. Sure. Sure. Wild co yeah, just wild coincidence. We share the <laughs> it's same just a common name. Yes. Avra is just very common. Oh, no, she, no, like, no, she was named after me. No, she was oh, named after me. Got it. Yeah. All right. Um, so this is a lot of information all at once here. Uh -huh. Your dragon who's taking over another psyche in order to try to, like, kind of Prevent. read. Yeah. Prevent. Yeah, the, the, stop oh, my son from dying. And if you yeah. do anything to hurt him, I'll kill you every loop. Uh, I, I wasn't planning on it. Um, uh, I, Good. I, I've, I've, I've run, I've, I'm tripping over my tongue. I'm sorry. Just say Avra. Just say Avra. I'm trying to be nice. I, 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 um, I, I'm, I am bewildered, but okay. I have a, a question. Mm -hmm. uh, that 
power source by the it's by the beach, right? What? Yeah, there's uh, a giant lightning bolt in the beach. That's I your power what? source, right? How do I put so, this? There's a what? Oh, there's... oh yeah. No, this is information I was trying to speak to you guys about this whole time, but uh, Av- Avra Av- Avra was It's four it... letters. Look, I'm just, I'm trying my best, okay? Avra, I've said it, like, 12 <laughs> times. <laughs> Sorry, this, is, this may just actually be the first dragon that Hoon's met. Hoon's what? notoriously bad at common. I, it's, uh, it's just, you know. It, I speak please. better at mathematics, okay? It's true. That's not a language. Yes, it is. <laughs> kind of is. Kind of it. Yeah, no, I'm kind of. The kind you speak. Well, I don't know about Greek. that. Uh, but, wh- anyway. Oh. There's a lightning bolt on the beach. There's a lightning bolt on the beach. Is that your power source that you're talking about? How do I put this? There's... It, it's it not, looks like it's in stasis, too. It's not like that. The power source is everywhere? Um, oh, so it's what like, fell the, it's was like not a source. What fell itself was not the source, but a way to channel through it. Um, there's... It, the, sor- the power is everywhere. What fell was just a thing, that, like a funnel for it. I don't know where it is, though. It's in, it's here. I don't know where. So you kind of just feel for it, and then you kind of just, like, reach for it? I'm going to be that so sounds... real with you. Yeah. In the moment when I call on its power, I'm a little grief-stricken. Grief-stricken? Right. Every time? your son died. Yeah. You know, but... you, you, and if, you, if you're about to go, wouldn't you get used to it? No. No, you would not. No, that's uh, a pretty rough one, gotta well, say. Well, I don't have family, so Maybe. I wouldn't know the connections that you would make, especially trust emotional us. ones. They don't feel right. Emotional connections. Alright, um, I, yeah, there's a giant lightning bolt on the beach, and I, that, th- that seems like a prominent power source or magical uh, funnel, uh, gravity well. Uh, ah, ah. Anyway, I, the question Are you having had, a stroke? Shut, shut up! Shut up! I, I'm okay. Excuse me? It's I'm just, okay. Yeah, look, okay, hone. Take, take deep. Okay, follow me. Deep breath in. What? Uh, and out. Uh, okay. Okay. Even Feeling better. Breaths are squeaky. What? Look, look. Uh, my I'm question is water. Do you drink? I'm just trying to ask a goddamn question. Can I ask it? No. <laughs> Calm down. Let's see our glass figure. It makes it hard for him to breathe. God fuck! And he like walks <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. Um. So, what? Alistair, you discovered Avra and everything to do here. Poon discovered a lightning bolt on the beach. Um, this is all very extremely important information. Uh, I can also say I also gathered equally important information. Hmm. Um, there is a, there's a couple that runs the local tavern, and they're having, like, marital problems because they can't decide on the name, and it's really <laughs> cool. <laughs> Oh, that does actually sound pretty it's juicy. It's so juicy. It's so juicy. <laughs> you get to pick a side. You just go in and you say the name that you're on the side of. And then, like, if the woman hears you say the bad name, oh, man. But if the the chef, the, the husband, hears you say the other name, he's he's going to be mad, too. So you got to pick one side or the other. It's going to be great. It's, huh. uh, it's at this point that Hoon <laughs> kind of, like, walks back around from the other side of the building back to you guys. All right, you got your lap in, Hoon. You're good. Got your cardio. What? Oh, God. All right. All right. Yeah. Just quick thing. Avra, is it possible for you to possibly take things through loops using that power source? Oh, I I would be honest. I haven't tried. What? 
okay all uh, of the all of the stuff that i have need has been at my house um the maybe one with the giant crystalline statue acting as scarecrow what yeah. what yeah, uh, yes that just sounds like a normal scarecrow alistair i don't Thank understand you I, like, that, is, that is not what normal that's anything but uh, for once i agree with hoon <laughs> <laughs> i mean like what it's gonna scare the crows that's the whole point it's what? scaring me i'm a human right well, that's why you usually get one with like a spooky you, you face see it. into a pumpkin all you heard was crystal statue and you're frightened well there's there's a lot and to me all right so you haven't tried taking stuff through loops using the power source haven't needed to okay if it's possible please let me know because i have an idea in my head that's calling upon my background knowledge we could do like a duplication glitch and like take no. like take no, the infinite one cheese thing. wheels yeah. we can make infinite cheese wheels <laughs> <laughs> no no i'll explain later look uh, just it's really cool that you haven't tried just please let me know if you if you can abra Right. I'm, I'm going to be so honest with you. I'm not going to try. <laughs> I, I really have no need to. If you have something you want me to try it with, I can. Can I'm we all okay. just, just hold on? Can we just dial it back to the fact that there's a stagnant lightning bolt sitting on the beach right now? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Can we just go to that? Like, why didn't you bring that back? <laughs> What? No, it's it's about using the objects that we have in play in order to get to our ending. All right, like what? Why are you so fixated on this one object? Okay, it's all part of the main story here. All right, if there was a piece of a story that was integral to that story, right? Uh huh. For it to continue, right? So one like, might know. be focused on that single part. Until the story continues, right? Is that that's, like you know? That's that's a little fair. I'm kind of like feeling uh, a little little backwards at the moment. Um. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm just sorry, gonna... mate. That was two walks ago. No. No. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait. I was getting tortured. I think. All right. Oh. All right. All I'm right. just gonna leave. Who's going to the beach? Are we all going back to the beach to get this Again, lightning bolt? I'm still going to give my son lunch. Yeah, go give your son lunch. That's fine, Avra. I'm talking kind of to the to the crew of us three. Not that you're not involved right no, now. Because now understand. I'm not one of you. No, you're not, and that's great. But we could be like co-workers, you know, kind of like we're we got the same end goal here. Uh, right? I'm a contractor, yeah. Whatever. Eh, well, you know, contract. I don't want you to have a gig worker level benefits like that's we'll right, work it exactly. out and you're not gonna that. be able to give me anything you don't well, know that it, you know, yeah maybe we'll give you your son's life you know like that's pretty big it's that, pretty big that would be big that's okay. big yeah, yeah so, that's a pretty big one. Yeah. Point, yeah. you keep feeding us stew uh <laughs> and we will try to do all the heavy lifting otherwise and keep you updated i'll tell you i'll tell you right now you'll come to the church you'll get it for free all right fantastic all right. So I'm sorry, but what's your plan after feeding your son? Do you just Oh, I I teach him magic in the afternoon. Oh, okay, good. So you're still in town for that. Yes, uh yeah. He um that's the most I can do for him. Okay. You know, I teach I I teach him magic every time I come in. Uh I try I try to guide him, help him. Uh but, you know, <laughs> not not that it does much. Well, I've, you know, I I think you you do a good job. I saw him take out like two quick guys last night. Pretty pretty spectacular. Really? You know, 
better than any other eight-year-old I've ever met by far. Aww, that's oh, those kids were really inspired by a fireball. Yeah, no, continue to teach them magic. Please. I was going to kill you. You are what? so lucky. Yeah. What? No, it's all about inspiration. You have to inspire the next generation, or else they're not going to be you know, motivated to do things. What? Hoon's very quick on the draw. Uh, I could just forgive him. Um, I think yeah. just before we go, you were unclear. Is it just raiders that come here that you can't deal with, and that's the big problem, or I, is there something bigger that happens to the town? I, I mean, the thing that's bigger is I think me. Um, the raiders hurt the townsfolk, and I kind of just can't stop them. You know, I have I have knowledge of magic, but you know, like this, I don't actually have my magic. I have Avra's magic. I see. Ah, I see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's hypothetically, right? What if we just take your son, mm -hmm. get out of the. Nope. Okay. We leave town. We drop him off at another orphanage, maybe like a few towns over, and the raiders destroy this one, and everyone here dies. Uh, do you reset the loop, or do you just kind of no, let that slide? Fine. Yeah. Sounds fine. Okay. Well, um, I'm good with this. I'm morally opposed to that one. Okay, we got one objection. Hoon, how are we feeling on your end? Uh, no, this checks out with my morales. Okay, so oh it's... Fucking God. Um, I'm willing to hear... I'm, I'm kind of in the middle ground. I'm just pitching ideas. Um, we could kill all the raiders instead. That's fine with me. I mean, that uh, one I'm a little more on board for. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, does anyone else in town know that they come? Not that I know of. Great, what so about, let's just... Um, the, the, the trapper and the hunter... Oh, the Chris's? Uh, no. Um, normally they are able to protect the town, but uh, like I said, uh, uh, under normal circumstances, I think we could agree these circumstances are far from normal. Got it. Mm, um, right. I don't know what it is, but something stops them from seeing the raiders. Where do they usually hang out? Uh, well, normally they're at their tannery. I, uh, today they actually go into the woods. Uh, they are out hunting. Mm, hmm. Right. Right. Well, let's go. Let's go find the Chris's then, and get them ready to go for a big old fight. And uh, maybe when we get back with them, we just kind of mobilize the townspeople, get everyone armed, ready, and we fight back tonight. Start ringing alarm bells, you know. Yeah. Why don't we just also? Can we just hide the kids? Can we just keep them hidden, like not just out in the church, but like hide them? The floorboards underneath the church are a great place to hide. And and also, why have we not thought about this just simple option of hiding the kids after a thousand or more loops of just over and over watching your blood and flesh just die? Oh, right, Hoon, we're going to stop are, the sentence right off, there. No, 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 no. We are not stopping there. Oh, God. You no, think I haven't? What? You think I haven't tried that? Well, from what you've been saying, yes, that's what I was insinuating. Oh, no. Can I kill him? Um, what, what did I didn't. say? What did you I don't... say? Okay. I just had Hoon? questions. Yeah, no, Hoon. I'm uh, Alistair's gonna walk over, place a hand on Hoon's shoulder, and start kind of leading him away. <laughs> what? Alistair, we'll, um, we'll we unpack going? this later, but we're just gonna we're just gonna take a little bit of a walk. Why it's are we fine. taking a walk? This is fine. Just, just... Just... No, it's fine. Uh, do you know no, what? no, we're no, going no. to have Bring a him back. Bring him no, back. No, 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 it's fine. Avra, we'll meet you back here in a bit. Sounds good. She. Okay. Please, please don't kill him. What, what was that please about? Don't. What was that He'll about? come back. You don't go telling a parent why haven't you done anything to save your... Like, this whole thing has been because she's been trying but to save But it's logic! Child. It's literally logic! 
The fact remains that she has done this several times over, and to the fact that she is a very powerful entity that could have ripped my throat out, but chose not to. And the fact that you're sitting there antagonizing, like, well, for lack of better terms, antagonizing her. What? No! Like, yeah, no, I mean... I was not antagonizing, I was asking a question! That's the thing, you thought you were just asking a question, but you weren't... Well, yes, I still do! But what? you were, in fact, hitting a very sore spot. Oh. That's what we call antagonization. <laughs> And like he does, like the SpongeBob like imagination. Mm -hmm. right yeah. <laughs> it just what? like flames Wait. instead. Yeah. We Wait. call that antagonization. Wait, is that is that a part of feelings? Yes, yes, it is. Hoon. What? You don't bring up sore spots in someone's what? backstory. Wait, what? It's uh. So let's why? let's the takeaway from it's this. It's literally Hoon. just logic. Okay. Why is this? Okay, oh. Hoon. Hoon? Hoon's like retracted into himself at this point. Okay, but Hoon, point being, the whole point of this conversation, don't ask her why she hasn't saved her son yet. What? Oh, all right. Okay. Just all don't. Right. This whole thing is because she has been trying, and she's one person borrowing another person's body. Wow. I didn't even think of that scenario. Yeah. Because that's like a whole nother uncomfortable situation. Exactly. It's like it's like living in someone else's apartment and and like kind of like mooching off their stuff and then like not being a good neighbor either and like leaving your, your trash around on the living room floor and then kind of just leaving. I mean, yeah, sure, I guess. Something like that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we're getting a little off topic. I really hated my neighbor. All right. Uh, um, anyway, okay. <laughs> we will put a pin in that one for later. <laughs> uh, I think back with Avra, uh, he just kind of <laughs> wrapping up um, and just goes, so... Here's the game plan for us. I think we're mm. going to go try to find the Chris's, try to get the whole town mobilized, ready to go. Um, if you would like to... You said that your son can't live with you, right? Yes. Um, Can I... your son mm. live with Avra? Like, if you were to leave Avra's body, would yes. he be able to go and stay there? Yes. Okay. I think that might be a good but idea. That would just... mean I wouldn't be able to see him. And the issue... As much as Grace likes me, I can't take the kids. So I can't... She won't let me take Ablis. By the way, that's the boy's name. Ablis. Thank you. That, that yes. is uh, uh, useful. Um, uh, but yes. Your son. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, you, as... good? you two are done? You're good? Everything's good, Hoon? Oh, How we are, I guess. Um, yeah, no. Look at yeah. that. We've circled, we've circled back. Sorry. Yeah. Just no, kinda this building is kind of small. This building is kind of small. As much as as much as Grace trusts me, I can't get Ablas to a safe place because I can't just take him out of town without a good explanation. And even my house is not safe. Hmm. All right, got it. So, uh, gotta take care of the raiders, or else this is just gonna happen again tomorrow. Is what I'm getting. Yes. Um, I feel like that lightning bolt on the beach might be helpful, but let's just give it a try. Just just bare bones with some swords and shields. All right. Uh, you have a lovely lunch. Um, I think we'll be heading off to the woods. Okay. I will see you later. See you later. Also, please make sure that you tell that teacher to take better care of I'm their I'm going to blow you up sure. if you keep talking to me. What? No, it's just Hoon. instruction. Bye. And she just walks now, Hoon. <laughs> Here's, what? what did I Hoon, say? I have a it's great idea. Hoon, do you know the message cantrip? What? No. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead. Whenever you need to say something... Just tap me on the shoulder, I'll message you, and then you can tell me what you want to say to her, and I will translate it in a way where it's not going to get you killed. Does what? that make sense? I 
and what? also offer this assistance. Yeah, what? you you have emotional translators right here for your for your logic brain, right? So imagine what you're doing right now, Hoon, is imagine right. Uh, I just like kind of like minor illusion or something like a square, and I'm like, all right, this this is like your speech, and then I like like a little circle hole, and I show that the square does not go in the circle. Do so you see how the emotions here stop your speech from connecting, from going through? Now, well, first of all, that square is just a little bit too big. If you shrink it down enough, so that way the geometry fits with inside of the circle, then we're actually on par for the course. No, well, you're absolutely just, right. You know, you're absolutely right, Hoon. So if you shrank down your language to a point where you aren't coming off like a jackass, right, then it will go through. But you're kind of being a dick. You're just kind of being a dick. And... What? That's okay, but you need to learn how to not be a dick sometimes. Um, oh. That's it. That's all it is, is you're just coming across rude. Yeah, no, that's really the crux of it. Oh. And, you know, everyone loves a know-it-all, but not one that's loud about being a know-it-all, right? So just kind of keep it on a lock and key a little bit, Yeah. and um, we'll kind of help out. You know, I don't want you to shut up. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah, that's I don't I want you to get blown into. up. That's that's it's, the main not, priority here. Yeah, if you were no, talking it's... to like a normal Joe, right? I don't give a shit. Be a dick. Be a dick. I don't care. The <laughs> fact that we actually really need Avra on our side. That's the one person we can't be a dick to. <laughs> the, the only person who's going to remember us being a dick <laughs> to them. And you you are talking to them like that. And that that is the that's where we got to draw the line. Now, when we go to the bar later, I highly <laughs> recommend going ahead and just mixing it up in terms of what you call the bar. Because that's going to be fun. <laughs> They won't Actually, remember that, that one. That one I would pay. So, I would pay what? some good Pierce box to see. What? Because uh, that's still the only currency I have. What? Take money from another time. God, this is our job is weird. Um. All right. So, actual yeah. question. Um. Now that I've understood that feelings are involved, I oh hate feelings. Yeah. Never face them. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um. So can can you ask Z to check up on our like bug plants and see you want him to go in you and you kind of need talk to plants. them it's 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 a necessary evil i i kind of i kind of need to know how much time will be left well, we were eventually. told that we have eight repetitions before things start getting real bad was it eight or was it about eight i feel like there was like a, a room for play here and i just yeah, I need to have think there's room for play which just means yeah. we have to get this done sooner than later we're only at one right now right so how about at four, I have him go do a check. Four sounds okay? Well, it's it's not about, you know, when and, and knowing when to, like, actually act. It's more so if, if I have enough time to put together a teleport device. In the span of a day. No, no. No, see, no, no. See. He's talking about it like in the span of a week. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if Avra has the ability to use the... The, the the funnel of the magic power in order to send things into the next loop, then I could not only work on this item that's literally strapped to my back, which is the tech that I would use, and repurpose it with using the, the tools that are at the Smith's shop because he's clearly done some custom work. So he's going to have a little bit more than the average tool set. So I should be have enough of the, like tiny tw tweezer t uh twinsels you know that that would that i would require in order to make some minor adjustments to, to my to my hardware so if everything checks out 
and I have about a week, I, I might be able to put something together to get the dragon's body to us. Oh, you want to teleport her here? Well, I think yeah. the big problem was that if she gets the kid out of would that, blow up. Not just that, I think the ground blows up. I'm pretty sure she's in there for like the sake of the entire environment, right? Because when your dragon's powerful enough, the entire area where they live for miles around gets impacted by their status. So and? I'm saying if, she, if she's out, same outcome, right? Same outcome, everyone dies. Timeline reset. This time it would be her fault, so I mean... She might even go a little crazier, if anything. That, that might, might not little... be a good thing. Yeah. I like, no, but I do like the teleportation idea. Instead of teleporting her here, maybe we could find a way to teleport everyone else out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could try, but that's, that's edging on, on the side of almost not possible with what I have on me. Just yeah. because the, 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 the constraints that, that require that, that massive amount, I mean, I could I theoretically have the power to do it. It's just being able to funnel all of that. I would need I would need so much resources. I, I would probably need the 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 entire town's metallurgy that's available, and then some. I I, I and then right. on top of that it would be the labor. You know, it's I, so let's uh let's let's put a pin in this one and let's just go out to the woods and kill a bunch of raiders tonight. And if that doesn't work, then we'll go on the idea of teleportation. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just go ahead and use a fireball again. That's fine. It, just pull up some radios. No, like later when there's raiders. Not no, now. We're still in the middle of now. town. Yeah, what? He's not gonna do it now. He's not talking about now, Alistair. No, I'm not. What? I'm not that much of a hairpin. Jesus, you did it yesterday. What? That was well. In that the was air. to teach children. All right. And it was there's inspiring. no children out here. I that was oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's just having fun stirring up this little like <laughs> this argument between these two um all right uh let's go look for some tracks hunt down the chris's figure out what the hell went wrong with them because they probably died or something right that, that that's my hunch honestly yeah it's probably I mean, what happens if they didn't make it back to town quick enough to make the alarm that's yeah. wait, wait, what if we ended up if that all right, so this is like hyper theoretical, but what if what if because they died everything happens? What if they didn't die? And then it's like one of those things in the movies where you see like the feather kind of just fall to the left instead of the right. And then ah. like it starts the chain reaction of like the ant moves down the hill that pushes down a pebble which runs into a rock, which runs into a tree, which tips the tree over because it's going down off the edge of the cliff, and then it falls down and makes a giant tidal wave of a splash, and then the wave kind of like zoom, all over everything, and then we smash cut like, to when Hoon finishes his analogy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hoon, I'm sorry, I got absolutely none of that. What's a movie? Um, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Um, I right. during this like monologue, I'm looking. I'm heading out towards the woods. Yeah, um, like... <laughs> and I'm gonna start looking for tracks from okay. the Chris's. I'm not gonna have you roll because we're gonna call it here for the night. Sounds now, good. I would have All loved right. to do a loop a day, but you guys got a lot done today, and I'm gonna be so real as a DM. I should have expected that you guys would split, and. Uh, you know, episodes <laughs> would start taking longer as you guys started doing multiple Makes things sense. at once with multiple phases. Yeah. Uh, but we are going to call it there for tonight as our group heads uh, to the woods for their afternoon, having uh, spent the noon talking to Avra because that was a sizable info dump. Yes. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. So 
that is all for this evening. Thank you all for joining us once again. I have been Evan, your DM for this arc of the Forever DMs. Uh, I'm Cameron, renting a room at the Whispering slash Withheld Wood, uh, and seeing which uh, of the two couple, uh, the two partners between the owners uh, that I am going to take sides with. I'm very excited to, to see the juiciness unfold. And uh, this is uh, this is Hoon uh, being played by Eli uh, in, in the same scene, uh, just casually stoking the fire of this <laughs> metaphorical, uh, you know, raging flame that is this wonderful, wonderful debate. Yeah. And this is Tom playing Alistair, who is not at the inn, but instead going out drinking and partying with the ghosts. <laughs> a bunch of old people goes drinking, partying and playing bingo. I mean, yeah. it sounds like a great night. Honestly. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all for us tonight, folks. Adios. Night, everyone. Deuces.